This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. My latest column for the Mail Tribune's food section, and those also run under the name The Whole Dish, gave readers more reason to love beans. They're an outdoor staple that travel well and feed a crowd without breaking your budget. And they accommodate diverse diets, particularly when you bring in global influences. Everything from Indian flavors to Middle Eastern flavors to Latin flavors. The world's cultures basically all have their bean recipes. And of course, they're an American staple. My column that was headlined Beans of Summer, thanks to my editor, gave some sort of ethnic-inspired recipes for beans and acknowledged that they can be made ahead of time and frozen and then packed into a cooler that won't be replenished with ice for several days. The previous episode of this podcast sort of delved into that a little bit more and gave another recipe for using beans. That was posted June 16th under the headline, Beans, Greens, Get Latin Twist. And you can also go back and look at some of those recipes from Beans of Summer, which was published June 16th in the Mail Tribune for perfect pinto beans, polenta with kale and chickpeas, and rustic lentils on couscous. Another outdoor staple that's become adopted by Americans much more recently, within maybe the past 20 years or so, also is bean-based. It travels well. It's inexpensive, and it's sort of a crowd pleaser. Pretty much everyone has made this specialty of the Middle East their own. I'm talking about hummus, of course. There's a ton of different variations on hummus. There's different toppings for hummus. There's different dippers for hummus. The sky is really the limit. The common thread running through it is the use of chickpeas, which is traditional, of course, in most true hummus recipes. And while I appreciate chickpeas, I happen to really, really like them. I sort of feel a little weary of them after I've been eating hummus for what feels like weeks on end during the summer sometimes. And so I like to branch out and make bean dips better than the old canned bean dip, of course, the erstwhile camping staple of decades past, with other legumes. Lentils are one that I've started using fairly recently. White beans are one I gravitated to earlier. And I thought I'd give some of the recipes for those in this podcast as alternatives to just the old standby hummus, what's become very familiar to people by this point and may sort of be wearing out its welcome, again, after a summer's worth of gatherings and or outdoor forays where it's a backpacker's friend, a camper's friend, a hiker's friend. These other dips easily can take the place of hummus. So I have time in this podcast to share a couple of recipes. The first one I'll share is for lemony white bean dip with pita chips. 
And just like my most recent blog post explained how you can make tostada shells from corn tortillas very easily by baking them in the oven or frying them, you can also make pita chips by baking non bread or packaged pita bread. And it's less expensive, it's fresher, tastier. And that's, of course, the same reason why cooks would make their own hummus and or bean dip. Sure, it's readily available, it's a convenience food, but if you make it yourself, it just costs pennies on the dollar. It's infinitely fresher. You can flavor it however you like. You can use whatever bean or legume as you like, as I mentioned, and it freezes really well. Again, the concept that you can pre-cook beans, freeze it and put it in your cooler. You can freeze these bean dips as well in plastic containers. I even put them in those half pint short mason jars as well with a screw on lid. And they're just great little snacking trail companions. So this recipe for lemony white bean dip with pita chips originally was posted to my blog 10 years ago in 2011. It was in December under the headline, Elegant New Year's Spread Can Be Inexpensive, because I was advocating for some recipes that people could prepare for a New Year's Eve gathering without spending a ton of money. Dips, of course, are always popular and this lemony white bean dip with pita chips is just a little different, again, than your standby hummus. You can find this post on my blog archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. And the easiest way to find it is to select from the drop down menu on the right hand side of the page under the heading archives and scroll down to December 2011 click on that. It should come up right on the top because they're posted in reverse order under December 28th. Lemony white bean dip with pita chips calls for six, six inch diameter pita breads that are split. You want to run your knife through their circumference because they've sort of got that pocket in between pocket breads, right? And then cut each of those into eight wedges, each half into eight wedges. You'll need some nonstick cooking spray, two teaspoons paprika, salt to taste. The bean dip calls for two 15-ounce cans white beans. They may be cannellini beans, great northern beans. There's a variety of white beans. You can pick out what you prefer on your grocery shelves. Or, of course, you could make these from dry beans. It goes really quickly in an Instant Pot following that appliance's instructions and quantities. If you do choose canned, make sure they're drained and rinsed. You'll also need two garlic cloves that have been peeled and coarsely chopped, one cup tightly packed fresh parsley leaves, a quarter cup lemon juice, and a quarter cup olive oil. To make the pita chips, preheat the oven to 350 degrees and spread the pita wedges on baking sheets in a single layer. Spray them with some of the nonstick cooking spray, Sprinkle with the paprika, that was two teaspoons, and salt to taste. Then bake in the preheated oven until they're crisp and golden, and this will take about 15 minutes. Cool them completely on baking sheets and store in an airtight container at room temperature for up to three days. Or, of course, if you're taking these into the outdoors, they can easily travel in a Ziploc bag. To make the dip, place the two 15-ounce cans white beans that have been drained and rinsed with the two garlic cloves that have been peeled and coarsely chopped. 
the quarter cup lemon juice, and the quarter cup olive oil with two tablespoons of water in the work bowl of a food processor. Process that until it's smooth, scraping down the sides of the bowl once or twice as necessary, and then scrape the mixture into a small bowl and season with salt. Refrigerate until it's ready to serve, up to one day, and that makes two cups of lemony white bean dip. Let the dip come to room temperature and serve with pita chips and raw vegetables for dipping. I love a garnish of za'atar, which is a Middle Eastern spice blend that has thyme and sesame seeds, sometimes mint, depending on what country it comes from. It's widely spread throughout those countries around the Mediterranean. Sumac also is really nice. Another spice from the Middle East that has this sort of citrusy, bright note, um, although it looks sort of like red pepper flakes. And again, you can spice this up however you like it with hot sauce or red pepper flakes or another element that adds a little bit of heat. A nice sprinkle of fresh herbs on top is great as well. And again, this freezes really nicely. So you can pull it out of the freezer and eat it anytime the mood strikes. Find that recipe again on my blog archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. The next recipe I'll share is for lentil dip, red lentil and peanut dip, which I think is just a great way to get a little bit of extra protein from peanuts. If you're someone who appreciates peanuts and they work with your dietary requirements, I happen to love peanuts and peanut butter. You know, a little bit goes a long way. I can't say I eat it every day, but in certain things, it just brings that really distinctive flavor to the dish. This recipe was featured in the August 19th, 2020 post to my blog under the headline, Make Lentil Dip Non as Alternatives to Hummus and Chips. There's another bonus recipe for making non bread from scratch in this post, which you can go back and find in the Mail Tribune archives by searching under the magnifying glass on the right-hand corner of the web page. You can type in lentils, and this recipe should come up on the first page of that search, again, from August 19th, 2020. I won't go into the recipe for the non bread in this podcast. Again, if you're interested, you can go find that. The one for the lentil dip did give instructions for crispy non wedges, very, very similar to the pita chips in the white bean recipe. It's basically using packaged non bread, which I happen to keep on hand. It freezes really well. I keep it in my freezer for quick kind of Indian inspired meals, lentil soups, and it's readily available at grocery stores locally. So if you want to make these crispy non wedges, you're going to cut two non from one package. They usually come in a package of two and that's about 8.8 ounces into small wedges. You heat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit or 425, kind of depending on how crispy you like them for this particular recipe. Place those non wedges on a baking sheet. Drizzle with one tablespoon canola oil or olive oil. Toss to coat everything with oil and then bake in that preheated oven for five minutes. Turn the wedges over and bake until they're golden and crisp for about five minutes more. This recipe calls for serving warm 
which is great. But again, you can cool these, you can keep them in an airtight container for several days before serving and again, in a Ziploc bag, take them out on your outdoor adventures to serve with red lentil and peanut dip. And I'll give this recipe now. It calls for one cup, which is about six ounces, split red lentils that are well rinsed and drained. You're going to cook them from dry lentils, which doesn't require any advanced soaking like you often want to do with beans to reduce the cooking time. It also calls for two cloves garlic that have been peeled and crushed, two teaspoons grated and freshly peeled ginger, or you can use a store-bought ginger puree. That's becoming more widely available. I purchase it in the cooler section of my grocer's produce department. There's also various garlic purees, lemongrass purees, herb purees kind of right in the same general area if you're not familiar with that product. You also need one teaspoon ground cumin, one teaspoon garam masala or curry powder, a half teaspoon salt, a quarter cup olive oil, three dried New Mexico or Guajillo chilies that have been stemmed, seeded, and cut with scissors into one eighth inch strips, a half cup shelled dry roasted peanuts that have been finely chopped, and some chopped fresh cilantro. To make red lentil and peanut dip, heat a medium saucepan filled halfway with water to boil. Add the one cup or six ounces split red lentils that have been rinsed and drained, and cook uncovered, stirring occasionally until the lentils are tender, and this takes about 10 to 12 minutes. Drain the lentils and place in a large bowl. Then stir in the two garlic cloves that have been peeled and crushed, the two teaspoons grated and freshly peeled ginger or store-bought ginger puree, the one teaspoon each ground cumin and garam masala or curry powder, as well as the half teaspoon salt. Stir that until it's well mixed and keep warm. Heat the quarter cup olive oil in a medium skillet over medium heat until it's hot but not smoking. Reduce the heat to low and then add those strips, eighth inch strips, cut from three dried New Mexico or Guajillo chilies that have been stemmed and seeded to the oil. With the chili strips, add the half cup shelled dry roasted peanuts that have been finely chopped. Cook stirring until the chilies and the peanuts are golden for one to two minutes. Spoon the lentil dip into a serving dish and then spoon the peanuts and chili with the oil over the top. Garnish with chopped fresh cilantro and serve warm with freshly baked naan or those crispy naan wedges or pita chips for dunking. And that makes two cups of red lentil and peanut dip, which is from the August 19th post to my blog, The Whole Dish. Search the word lentil in the search field at the top right hand corner of the web page in the magnifying glass to find this post and look for more seasonally inspired recipes travel well into the outdoors for all your gatherings and celebrations on my blog the whole dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish